Hello and welcome to the Master Notes podcast. My name is David Talash and I will be your host today. In this episode, I want to talk about water on Mars. This is a highly requested topic from you guys, so I decided to put together a few resources. So let's discuss this topic. First of all, I want to talk about how can we already find water on Mars, which means what are the in situ sources for water? Well, as the daily temperature ranges from minus 17 to minus 97 degrees of Celsius on Mars, based on the Mars uh, NASA Insight rover data, this means that all of the resources of water on Mars are frozen, but there are small amounts in the atmosphere too as vapor, but the most mass is in ice. So in ice form, we can see ice that is uh, visible at the North Polar Ice Cap, but there are some sources underneath the CO2 layer at the South Polar Ice Cap as well. Based on research findings, water is in abundance on Mars, and the scientists' data says that we could cover the whole planet to a depth of 35 meters with all the water that is already on Mars. But there is a little problem. The low atmospheric pressure that is currently on Mars, which is around 600 pascals, and the sub-zero temperature means that if we heated up ice to become a liquid water form, water would sublime to vapor right after melting, because the, the pressure is so low that the zero degrees of Celsius is above the water's boiling point at that pressure. Based on geological data, 3.8 billion years ago, Mars could have had liquid water on its surface because it had a denser atmosphere and also higher temperature. And this suggests that if there was liquid water, it means that Mars could have supported life in the past. Maybe there are some microbes still in the underground water sources or frozen in the soil. But right now, Mars is uninhabitable because of the freezing temperature, the low atmospheric pressure, and also the high amounts of radiation that comes to the surface of the planet, because there is no magnetic field, the atmosphere is very thin, and there is no ozone layer as well. Recently, there were some underground water discoveries, and NASA in 2016 found huge underground ice forms, and Italian scientists in 2018 found a subglacial lake under the Martian surface, and this means that there could be some life forms right now on Mars living underground. If we went there and we could examine some of the water sources that are still there, we could find new life forms and we could examine them to see if they are carbon-based or they are silicon-based or something completely different, and we could answer many big questions that we had so far regarding if we are alone in the universe. But another question can arise, because if we want to go to Mars, we as humans need to be able to bring some drinking water, but the problem is that water is relatively heavy, so if we do a little math here, an astronaut needs to drink 3 to 4 liters of uh, water every day, multiply it by 180 days, which is the shortest amount of time that it takes to get to Mars, and multiply that by 100 crew members on the Starship. That comes down to 72,000 liters of water, 
and uh, that equals to around 72,000 kilograms, which is 72 tons. But the total payload capability of the Starship that is promised by Elon Musk and the SpaceX team is around 100 tons to the surface of Mars. But here we are only counting the drinking water. The total daily consumption is much higher than this. That is around 50 liters, which could put us at 900 tons for the total trip to Mars which is way over than any rocket could lift even to low Earth orbit, not even to Mars. So what's the solution? How can we survive uh, with water? Well, the key here is to bring as little as necessary and recycle the rest. Right now on the International Space Station, the recycling systems work very effectively which means that over 93% of all water consumed by astronauts are uh, fully purified and recycled, mostly from urine purification and air condensation. Okay, let's wait the ambulance to pass. Do you hear the Doppler effect? Okay, let's move on. Currently on the International Space Station, there are over 2,000 liters of water as backup, and the yearly consumption of water is 6,000 liters, which is 6 tons. That means 6 tons of water cannot be recycled per year. So, if we want to go to Mars with the Starship, and we have the same water purification system as right now on the ISS, that means we need to bring some backup water, of course but the yearly consumption shouldn't be more than what it is right now on the ISS. And if we do it well, we only need to bring as much water as the astronauts need to survive the trip, because after landing on Mars, they can use in-situ sources to create their own water. Also, if we take this 93% of purified and recycled water into consideration, that means only 7% of the consumed water needs to come from Martian in-situ sources, like purified from the soil or condensed from the atmosphere. Alright, so to sum up, we can say that purifying water on the Mars trip will be crucial. We need to try to engineer even better uh, recycling systems to increase the efficiency of the purification. But judging from here, it looks like that this problem can be solved if you want to go to Mars. And we can also bring some water ahead of time to wait us there until we get the systems working on Mars to supply us with a reasonable amount of water. Alright guys, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know that this, this may be a little bit shorter than what you expected, but I tried to cut to the point and I didn't want to overwhelm you with a lot of data that you will probably forget. So these are just things that I found on the internet and uh, I added some of my thoughts to it. And I would like to hear back from you guys because from the last episode, the amount of feedback I got from you was overwhelming. You know, I, I felt awesome that many of you said that you didn't have time to read the articles, but listening to the podcast uh, was awesome for you so that you could consume the content. So uh, thank you so much. I would like to know what you think about this podcast. 
And if you want to support me to create more content and maybe hire more people to write you more articles to create YouTube videos, you can do that by supporting Marstronauts on Patreon. And also you can check out the merchandise store that I just put together where you can find awesome t-shirts and many other items. And I will be uploading new designs and new items for you guys. So if you just want to support, this is one of the ways that you can do it. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this valuable, please pass it on to your friends. And I will catch you guys in the next one.